Daniela Bruce does a fabulous job uh, with the Tigers and the Wings. She's standing by uh, on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, Daniela. Thank you so much for having me again. Happy to be back. Yeah, uh, the draft tonight, not a lot of fanfare. Uh, Wings getting a top 10 pick. Uh, Your thoughts on what they need, uh, what this offseason will be like uh, for Hockey Town? Well, they need a little bit of everything, and that's not me avoiding that. That's just the truth, and this is a pretty deep draft when it comes to forwards, so I'd imagine they will end up taking a forward of some sort with one of their first-round picks. But if there are some top defensive prospects available at nine. Don't be surprised if they go for that prospect at at the number nine pick, the defensive prospect, and wait for the offensive prospect at pick 17. But it also depends on if they have pick 17 by the time they get to it. And they have three second-round picks as well. So seems like kind of a quiet draft, but there's a lot that could happen with the amount of picks that Steve Eiserman has. So I think they do need a little bit of everything. I think goal scoring would be the number one thing, if you ask me. So I'd imagine they are going to draft at least one forward here and maybe that's a center or a talented winger but one forward for sure because they are looking for some pure goal scoring and like I said look out for some moves see what's going to happen because three back-to-back-to-back picks in the second round is pretty unique and we'll love to see what Steve Eisenman does with those three picks as we head into tonight. Daniela Bruce from the Wings Network joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan talking about uh, the start of the NHL uh, draft tonight. Uh, Where is this uh, rebuild, reload, whatever you want to call it, Daniela? Uh, What stage are they in? Because I threw out our Budweiser, Folds of Honor, limited edition cans, huge question of the day. When do you expect the Wings uh, to be a playoff team again? How would you answer that? They're definitely on the upside, and I think within the next couple of years, you're looking at a team that's going to push for a playoff spot. Is it going to be this year? I can't say with full confidence that I believe that as of right now, but again, we haven't seen the offense or the offseason moves that Steve Eiserman is going to make. We haven't seen what's going to be acquired in the draft, and we have to see what young prospects like Simon Edmondson and Marco Casper, Elmer Soderblom, how have they developed over the last year? We've got guys in Grand Rapids like Cross Hannis and now Carter Mazur. How have they developed and are they going to be pushing for a roster spot this season or next season? We have some major holes to fill on this Red Wings team. So as of, as it stands right now, I don't say with confidence that 2024 is going to be that 100% playoff year, but I think they're going to be in the mix. That's not to say it won't happen. But I think within the next couple of seasons, you're going to see them take that leap. And they have the money to do so. There's going to be moves made when that move is right. I don't think Steve Eiserman's the type of general manager that just because they have the money, he's going to make a move. He wants it to be the right fit, and he's a general manager that looks into the future. He doesn't want to get into the playoffs and get bounced in the first round. He wants to be a Stanley Cup contender, and that's a difference. So I think we still need to be a little bit patient with him in the way that he's going to build this team. But it's getting really exciting in these next couple of seasons. We're going to start to see them make that jump and hopefully get over the curve of being a playoff team. Well, what's the best thing Stevie Y has done, you think, Daniela, just from you know, your perspective uh, as a member of the media, uh, as a Wings fan? Well, what's the best thing Stevie Y has done so far while being in charge of the Wings? Draft Mo Sider at six overall. I think that is the, my favorite move that he's made. I don't know if you call it a move, right, because he has made some great trades, too, and the, the trade for Billy Huso that he made at last year's draft was excellent. Billy Huso was great for the team last year, but picking Mo Sider at six overall and leaving the entire hockey world shocked, like, who did he just pick at six overall? And that turning into a Calder Trophy winner and our clear number one defenseman is just 
a classic Steve Eiserman, and I think that it, it he taught all of us that we should trust him and we should trust the moves that he's making and the talent that he sees. That's number one favorite thing Steve Eiserman has done as the Red Wings general manager. Yeah, and I, I think he's uh, building for the long play, not the, the quick flip, which would be through spending a lot of money uh, via free agency. Uh, mm-hmm. I think shuffling Grand Rapids in terms of the coaches, uh, looking at what he's uh, got in front of him in terms of the draft and also uh, the free agent uh, cash, uh, I, I believe this has to be a jump year. Uh, would you agree? And a jump year would be that uh, you're there as one of the last in on the playoffs or you're really playing consistent hockey because we've seen stretches the last two years where you're like, you know what, this team really uh, is is on a great roll. And then you've seen the side where they got a lot of work to do. Would you say this needs to be a big jump year for the Wings? Um, I would say that you need to see progression again. I don't know if I would say it's do or die this year for the Red Wings because I don't, I truly in my heart, do not believe that's the case. I think this team has been progressing in the right direction for years, and we're building around certain pieces. And like I said, there's holes to fill. We've seen that. That's where that the lack of depth and all of that is shown. When we fight through injuries, it's hard to put a team out there that's going to compete with teams that are playoff ready. And that's what we saw some of the growing pains at the end of last season. But I think what we will see is another step forward. And we've got to watch our core players that are taking steps, like a Michael Rasmussen. He took huge leaps in his game last season before his injury. And we expect him to take some more leaps this year. Dylan Larkin, can he continue to play at that level? And can we surround him with some more talent. I think that that's going to be a major key moving forward. And again, Mo Sider has locked that number one defenseman in my mind. He's locked that in for the Red Wings, and he's playing alongside a guy like Jake Wallman. So the pieces are there. I do not think this is a do-or-die must win, must be in the playoff situation for the Red Wings, but you've got to see that competitiveness and that consistency that you're talking about. Let's be honest. The Red Wings are in a tough, tough division. The Eastern Conference is really tough, and they're going to be pit up against some really talented teams. They've got to compete with those teams, and they've got to prove that they can beat the really good teams and be in the mix and be in the playoff conversation. How do they say it? Be on the graphic, right? Be on that graphic next year as we get talking about wildcard spots come March. In next season and don't be out in February that kind of thing I don't think it's do or die but I think you need to be in the mix and I think we're going to see a team that is in the mix and I agree I, I think the jump year I'm, I'm alluding to Daniela would be that just be consistent all year uh, right. show show what the future really is because right now we don't know uh, we see a ton of great talent I agree with you Mo Sider is the best thing that Stevie Y has done but there's been a lot of change and how does that change uh, combined into moving the franchise on and off the ice uh, forward, and you really are measured in professional sports uh, by the banners, by the championships, and by a consistent play. So we'll see what happens uh, tonight and the next two days in the NHL draft. Uh, before I let you go, Daniela, your thoughts on uh, the Tigers? Talk about consistency. That's a word we could go back and yeah. forth on where we've seen they'll lose like you know, 11 in a row. We're like, all right, they're done. I don't know where they're going. And then they they come back and play great baseball, and you're like, you know what? I, I see some of the future there. Uh, what's your viewpoint on the Tigers right now? 
I think inconsistent would be a, a good word to describe where they're at right now, but we're kind of talking about a team that has some parallels to the Red Wings team right now. They've got some pieces that are showing up, but they don't have the depth. They're battling so many injuries right now. You know, you got to get Riley Green healthy again because he looked really good. He looked like he was really slowing the game down and starting to find his big league game before the uh, stress fracture in his leg. And he's healing well, so hopefully he'll be back very soon. We've got some exciting young pitchers in the rotation that should be back pretty Pretty soon, Matt Manning made his return last night, and he looks pretty solid. So, again, they're they're riddled with injuries right now. They're in a division that's not very good, and there is a chance that they could win it. I believe that, and we'll see where that goes from there. But Scott Harris has a similar mindset to Steve Eiserman. He wants to build a team that's going to compete for a World Series and be there year after year. He doesn't want a team that's going to scrape into the playoffs in a central division that isn't very good this season. He wants to build that contender and make sure that that we are really getting good and developing young talent. I know a lot of Tigers fans have been asking where, where the call-ups from some of the players into league are I can promise you that there is a method to all of this and they really care about developing these players and making sure they get enough reps in the minor leagues to learn from some mistakes and make sure they're big league ready so the Tigers are like I said there are some unique and kind of crazy parallels between the Red Wings and Tigers right now but they're going to find their way soon enough too and I think People tend to not pay too much attention to the MLB draft when it comes up watch this year because Scott Harris is very excited about this year's draft. By the way, speaking of the Tigers, are taking on the Rangers tonight down in Arlington. They now are only four and a half back of the Twins, who got beat and shut out this afternoon uh, by the Atlanta Braves. Three nothing is that final. Crazy to look at a thirty-four and forty-four team. And as we're heading towards uh, July, they're only four and a half. They can make it four back with a win over Texas tonight uh, down. South. Daniela, thank you so much for the conversation. Enjoy round one of the NHL draft tonight. Uh, Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me on.